Y'all, I hope you are ready. As you can see, Eric is on site tonight. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun one. Um, we don't know how long we'll have him. We don't know if there's gonna be some noise that comes along, if his uh, connection will stay. So we're gonna run it as quickly as we can and get as much info from Eric as we can. So I just want to say welcome to the Dragon Drive Show, episode 26, presented by Summit Racing. <laughs> For August 16th, 2023, y'all, again, Eric is on site at Nostalgia Nights Bunker Hill Drag Strip in uh, Bunker Hill, Indiana. He's up there helping the team get everything going, helped set up the stage earlier, uh, is helping with some registration in the morning and all that kind of stuff. So that's going to be kind of exciting, dude. Um, if you guys don't know, my name is Mike Narks. I run dragondrive.com and am a big part of the Dragon Drive Addiction Group. Eric is the other half of that, so I'll let you introduce yourself and kind of tell you what, tell them what's going on. So I am Eric White. I am the co-host for the Dragon Drive Show and the Dragon Drive News on Saturdays. You know, honestly, I don't even know what my role is anymore. I, I'm here doing pictures. I'm helping run events. I help edit videos. I help with podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I am just whatever it needs to be done with Dragon Drive Addiction. I am fully like engulfed with this man i love it yeah. it's great yep yep and him being on site is really going to be a lot of fun and then i'm headed out to an event tomorrow uh, that we're going to talk about here in a little bit but, all right guys uh before we jump into eric stuff i do want to talk about one thing real quick i want to talk about um roadkill nights from last week i know we typically don't talk about past events but I figured I wanted to bring this on because there were a ton of Dragon Drive racers there, right? So let me get my screens pulled back up here. Um, huge success for Dragon Drive racers. Obviously, our favorite, one of our favorite guys, Michael Borgren, repeated his small tire class win for the second year in a row. It's a repeat. That's pretty awesome. And then Joe Barry, well, and Michael took him five grand for winning that class, which was awesome. On a small tire, we know the Volvo just absolutely does work. Joe Barry took second place in the big tire class, which is really cool. Um, I know him and Alex Taylor raced first round and he actually knocked out Alex Taylor. So, and she was the winner of the big tire class last year. So that's pretty cool. I want to go through a couple other names that were, uh, that were dragon drive racers that raced in the top eight in each of the classes. They only had two big tire and small tire. So for the small tire class, David McKenna was out there, Alan Robinson, Nick Ryan, Adam Wright, and Johnny Hopewell. They were all drag and drive racers. So that is us. One, two, three, four. And six of the eight have participated in a drag and drive event before. Thought that was pretty cool. And then big tire, obviously Dave Schroeder, Joe Berry, Aiden Bailey, Alex Taylor. So half of the top eight are also drag and drive racers. So that was pretty cool to see that in uh, Roadkill Nights. I would have loved to have watched it live on the Motor Trend channel on YouTube, but man, it was like four hours of, uh, of rain delay, you know? And then the last bit of folks I want to congratulate or uh, say great job to is uh, EJ and Tom we're putting together the team sick bastards and putting together uh, for the Dodge direct connect and graduate setup. They had like six different teams. You had a mentor and a rookie and basically you built the car using a, you know, Hellcat setup, uh, put it in the car and everybody goes out and race. They actually were put out first round, sadly, 
they threw the belt off the car, which I mean, I, it sucks. I hate that for them for sure. So, but it was cool that they got invited and asked out there, and that we had so many Dragon Drive racers participate in Roadkill Night. So that's pretty awesome. All right, now let's talk about Nostalgia Nights because Eric is on site there, and dude, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I'm I'm running the pictures tonight and the notes and. Uh, man, you, you, this, Eric usually does this for the show. So uh, if if I mess up, guys, it's on me. Eric is on site again. And uh, so let's talk about that. So Bunker Hill Drag Strip, Bunker Hill, Indiana. You're, tonight's a big pre-party, right? Yep. Yep. So yeah, I, I left my house first. Of, I do hear a little bit of the band in the back now. <laughs> do you? Um, so I'm actually hiding over on uh, the stands for the racetrack. The racetrack is uh, right here off to my left. Uh, the band is actually behind where my phone is set up. Um, so, yeah, tonight is the uh, pre-party. So Ike and Rory, the Rhythm Riders, are performing right now. They started at 6 o'clock Indiana time, which is we're an hour ahead. So it's 8 o'clock oh, yeah. here right now. So yeah. they started two hours ago. They're going to go for a little over an hour left. Um, they've been killing it up there. They're having a blast. Awesome. There's a ton of ton of racers here already. I see Dan Chandler here. Uh, actually, as I look over right now, you guys can't see, but as I look through the stands, I see Dan driving by right now. Nice. Um, Corey Martin is here with Old Glory. That's such a cool car. Yes. There's another Tri-5 Rat Rod. Um, right up by the stage, there's a guy with an El Camino. He's got his car backed up. And they're all hanging out. Uh, uh, you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Dan Chandler going down the road right now, actually. Nice. Um, the El Camino is backed up. They're all hanging out in the back of the El Camino watching the band play. Uh, there's an S10 sitting over there. There's a G body. Uh, what else did I see? There's an F body. There's a wagon. You know, I love wagons. There's a New Edge mm -hmm. Mustang next to that. There's there's quite a few cars that have showed up already tonight. Again, there's no racing tonight. Tonight is just the pre-party registration okay. and tech-in starts tomorrow morning. Yeah, and I was looking at that. It looks like uh, registration stuff starts at like 10 a.m. Gates open at 10 a.m. So just get in there, get ready, get set up. And then you have the test in tune tomorrow. I thought was really cool. It starts at noon. And yep. then racing is from 3.30 to 10. Now, you guys know that I love the Rocky Mountain Race Week setup because you race at night. You drive all day to get to the track, and then you your adrenaline starts going. You start racing at night. But what's cool about Nostalgia Nights is that's actually going to put it under the lights. So yes. you'll be racing kind of like, you know, what you always hope to in front of a big crowd. You know, I like the uh, – so that's tomorrow. And then you guys drive – to uh you drive to muncie dragway stopping at rpm transmission i think that's the route stop tomorrow right or yep, friday yep rpm friday. uh there's i know there's rpm transmission and modern uh muscle car factory those are the two route stops that's awesome so modern and muscle car is, is scott kleppinger and you know that dude drives a seven second third gen and it gets 24 miles a on a trailer so uh, you'll, right. you'll have a ton to learn at modern, modern Muscle Car. That'll be cool. Yeah, and uh, this Facebook user, I can see I'm not going to click on it because it's going to tip over my tripod here, but it says be there tomorrow in the 240. That's uh, 
Jeremy oh, Ortiz. Yep. That's yep. such a cool car. I'm so excited to check that out tomorrow. I've seen his car before in videos and pictures, yep. but I've never seen it in person. So as somebody that's got an S13, obviously I love a good 240. So I'm excited to check that out tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And then going bracket racing. Hello, what's up, fellas? If you don't follow these guys, uh, you need to do that. They they do what we do for bracket racing. It's really kind of cool to have a, a weekly live stream. It's it's a lot of fun watching those guys. Um, they're asking, what's your favorite car you've seen tonight? It's got to be Troy Martin's uh, Old Glory Rat oh, Rod yeah. Tri-5. I mean, yep. big blower sticking out of the top of that. The yep. paint on it is incredible. There's red, white, and blue. There's sparkle everywhere. It's just it's such a cool car. Yeah, for sure. And so you're at Muncie. To, uh, you're racing at Bunker Hill tomorrow. Muncie on Friday is racing 3.30 to 10. And then you yep. drive back to Bunker Hill for Saturday. And racing starts again at 3.30 on Saturday at, uh, at Bunker Hill. Yep, 3.30 to 10. And then we do the award ceremony after that. Nice. It looks like the the route's not going to be super long or anything way out of the way. So that'll be kind of cool to actually be able to take your time and slow down and kind of cruise around, which is, I think, what these regional events should be about. You know, kind of enjoy it, bring in a lot of new people. And uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the Thursday, Friday, Saturday schedule, how well it works, uh, you know, because typically everybody does a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that'll be kind of cool right. to see that one. Yeah, it'll be nice because you can get over on Saturday and then you've got Sunday to get back home before most yep. people have to go to work on Monday. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, because racing is going to finish on 10 o'clock on Saturday. So that means awards are going to be, you know, 1030 by the time they start, probably get over by 11. You know, yep. and for me, I, I drove here. Um, originally, I thought I was going to be driving the RV, which... I ended up just driving straight to the track, which is good because now I get to uh, attend the route stop. So I'm excited about yep. that because originally I didn't think I was going to be able to go. I thought I was going to have to go from track to track and start getting yep. everything set up. So I'm really excited to hit the route stops. I'm going to get great pictures, great videos. Hopefully there's tons of trailer burnouts because, you know, I'll be standing there recording those. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's exciting. And again, I think it's going to be nice having kind of all day to not go real far. So it'll be cool. You can sleep in, you can have a little bit more fun. And I think that's what um, a lot of the veteran guys are going to be looking for. I think they're going to enjoy that a lot. So, so that's really cool. So, yeah. So how do you do parking lot beers when you race at night? Do you start, do you start now? I mean, no, when do you, when do, you, you do parking you know, lot beers? <laughs> well, see, the great thing is you get a hotel close. You get done racing and you cruise over and you get to your hotel about midnight and you check in and then you drink a couple beers in the park a lot, stay up till three or four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> then get up at 9 a.m. and drive to the next track. So it's uh, yeah, it can make for some really, really late nights. There's been plenty of times where we've pulled in at four o'clock and uh, or three o'clock and you're basically playing catch up to the guys that have been there since about midnight. So, yeah, yeah there's it, actually it, quite a few behinds. Yeah. There's quite a few campers and RVs here, so I would, I would expect that after this concert, there's going to be quite a few people hanging out here at the track, and they're just going to stay here tonight, so that way they're here in the morning. So I'm excited. After the live stream, I'm going to catch what's left of the, the band, and then I'm going to go around and mingle with all the racers the rest of the night. Yeah. 
Well, that'll be cool. You know, definitely some uh, parking lot beers for you for sure tonight. And I'm sure tomorrow night, because what'll be cool is with the folks that are staying there, you can end up uh, going out, you know, you can, they can make passes and you can go out, hang out. Just, you're just walking right over to your RV or, uh, or camp site. Yeah. Because I think most people are going to, if racing goes until 10, and people are making passes, they're going to make passes until 10 o'clock. It's a hard stop yeah. at 10, but yeah. then they're going to stay at the track and then get up first thing in the morning and then drive to your route stop. So it's going to be cool yeah. to just hang out at the track instead of, you know, being at a hotel parking lot. We're actually going to be at the track hanging out. I'm excited yeah, for that. And then yep. get up in the morning and I'm going to head straight to the route stop first thing in the morning. That way I can catch guys coming in. I'm headed east tomorrow about 1 o'clock, maybe 2 o'clock, uh, headed to St. Louis for the Summit Racing Midwest Drag Racing Series. And now it'll be different from what you're doing because this is more of a traditional race to where they have like eliminations and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to be working the live stream. I'm going to be doing some equipment stuff. I'm going to be, I don't know, maybe end up on the microphone a little bit, uh, but I'll be there Friday and Saturday both. And this is something that's going to be cool because you can actually find this as a live stream on Flow Racing. So it'll be the first time I've ever worked on on that side of stuff. So that'll be cool, man. I'm, I'm excited about that event. Yeah, that's going to oh. be fun. It's, it's, uh, it's wild that we're going to be in two different places running events and like we're not going to really have time to to watch each other's live streams because we're both going to be busy, right? And then at the same time, like be running, you know, uh, that that makes me think about this, right? Because you're going to be posting not only to Dragon Drive Addiction Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, but also to Nostalgia Nights Facebook and Instagram, and then also probably to your eight one five LSX Swaps page too. So it. You, yep. You've got a busy weekend ahead of you for sure. I'll be doing the yep. same thing mainly for uh, mainly for Dragon Drive Addiction, though. Yeah, because I forgot to mention that the uh, Divco milk truck is here, and that's a oh, yeah. twin turbo LS. So, of course, uh, the content from that is going to go directly to 815 LSX swaps because I've yeah. I've seen that that truck in the past at uh, at Hot Rod Drag Week in Byron. So. Yeah. Definitely familiar with that. And uh, he's actually from Illinois, too. So I'll get a chance to go talk to him a little bit later this week. Some Illinois brethren there. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, the next event is obviously Pine Pass Shootout in Prince George, British Columbia. 150 cars, five classes you can see there, four days, three tracks. Um, I mean, this is an eighth mile event. This is going to be fun to watch and see. You know what cars show up. This is the first time in that part of Canada that they've had. So this gives us three national level events for Canada for 2023. That's pretty wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. How many did we have in the past? There wasn't any, was there? Or was there just just, uh... just miles of mayhem the last three years now? So okay. So they they proved it could work, and uh, now these you know some other teams have put together some stuff. Prince George. British Columbia looks like it's a a pretty good haul for everybody. So I think it's cool. We're gonna have we have a lot of new names from the BC Dragon Challenge. There are a lot of new names on that list that I've never seen before. So that's cool. That list is coming out soon, uh, or in in with the uh, the Eighth Mile Racer list that's coming out. So so that's pretty awesome. And then guys, the granddaddy of them all, Hot Rod Drag Week 2023. I'm telling you right now. This event is going to be intense. There is a lot of racers that have 
not finished events in 2023 or not finished where they want to be. And they're, they're making high rod drag week, the event to come out. So we have decided that we're only going to follow a few classes specifically. I'm not going to try and gather everything like I have in the past, because if you guys have watched the YouTube channel lately, I've been posting some stuff from 2022 drag week. There was so much content that I had it. I mean, it wouldn't have taken me a year to get through, but I just couldn't. Every time I tried to get into it, I couldn't. It's just too much stuff. So we're going to focus on a few classes and some other racers in other classes, but we're just going to, we're going to, you know, hardcore dig down and tell the stories of the racers that we are following instead of trying to get everything. So I'm not sure which classes yet. If you want to see some stuff, let us know. If you want to see some certain classes, um, I do know one of the classes, if anybody doesn't know, is the uh, Street Race Small Block Power Adder class. That's uh, that's my jam. So I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that one. Uh, we've got going bracket racing, <laughs> asking your tech question for you guys. Have you heard how much boost the TKM Mini Hoop is good for? They see a smaller version of a top fuel hoop used with mls gaskets have no idea friend uh, absolutely no idea that is a that's a great question maybe somebody in the in the video or that's watching this will uh know. so i'm gonna tell you probably a lot and it would probably depend on a lot of other factors you know turbo sizing and things like that um let's jump back in here to content stuff again going to be covering the Street Race Small Block Power Adder class. Um, I am putting together a video from 2022 right now that tells the story of kind of the week, how it went on. I actually got a lot of the content from day one, two, and three of the three-way battle of uh, Brian Acton, Dustin and Steve Trance, and Mark Campbell. So I'm kind of telling that story, and we can lead that right into the 2023 event because all of those guys are coming back. So Brian and Jay will be back. They, well, sorry, Dustin and Steve are coming back and they've won two times in a row. So they're trying to make their class a, make a win, a three-peat in the blue Mustang uh, uh, SN95 or no, no, it's a S550 car. Turbo LS setup. I mean, this car currently holds the record for hot rod drag week in the uh, street race small block power rider class at an 851 average you know we've never had an 850 average in that class so they uh this year i think could be the one though man i'm telling you you know dustin and steve really haven't had any time to do any testing but jay and brian are on completely other side of that spectrum where they've tested and won three 850 classes already this year, two drag and drive event 850 classes. They've already won those. So, I mean, they've run a bunch of 850s throughout the year. So it ought to make for a really, really good week. And of course you have Mark Campbell in his SN95 Mustang. You know, he's one of the only guys last year to run an 850 at drag week. So there's three people that ran 850s last year. And it was Mark Campbell, Dustin Trance and uh, Brian Acton. So those three guys are all coming back, all coming back to that class. So we intend to fully tell the story of just how intense the racing for street race, small block power adder is. And then one thing it's hard for me because I don't have 
uh, access to data ahead of time with any of these events. So I don't know who else is coming. So if you're going right. to race street race, small block power adder class, let us know. Put it in the comments. Put it in the chat. Let us know what uh, what class you're coming for for Drag Week because I really expect this to be this, this is going to be a breakout year. I mean, I say breakout, but um, th this year ought to be pretty intense for all the classes. Okay, they're drag actually dragging the track right now. Nice, getting it ready so, for in the morning. Okay, gonna, yeah, gonna make some hits around midnight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, one of the biggest questions we'd have is, you know, what are what are other classes that you would want us to follow? Um, obviously, we're going to get some video of Unlimited and, and the really fast cars, but I'm not going to follow them like I'm going to follow uh, some of these other other classes and other racers. You know, Steve Eden and Pete Holm are another story that I'm going to follow because this will be the 16th time they've attempted uh, Hot Rod Drag Week, and they finished every single one of them that they've been that's in. That's awesome. So that's a pretty big story there. And they'll have redemption coming because – they participated six summer and broke the car. So their first event in 15 events and they, they weren't able to finish six summers. So they're, they're coming back. They're ready for uh for drag week this time. Um, next event up is one guy's garage drag weekend, which we talked about last week a little bit. You're actually, you know, one of those tracks is your home track Byron. This one here, I, I dug a little deeper, September 22nd through 24th. They'll actually start at Tri-State uh, Raceway, Tri-State Raceway, that morning. They'll do registration, and then they'll drive to Cordova. So yep. you know, we were wondering how we were going to do three different tracks. I really kind of like this setup. I'm interested to see how this works as well, because it allows you to have three different tracks instead of racing at Tri-State, Byron, and Tri-State. Now you start at Tri-State, that Friday morning, drive to Cordova, same day race Friday night at Cordova, Saturday night at Byron, and Sunday at Tri-State Raceway. So that'll be pretty cool. It is sold out. Um, I just read one of the posts the other day. Sold out except for the Outlaw class, which is eight mile. But I met these guys. Uh, I met three or four of these racers four or five years ago, and I doubt they would turn you away if you showed up just based on the group that we met then. Those guys were so awesome. And this is the eighth time they've ran this event. So this is one of the yeah. longest running drag and drive events out there. Yeah, it's uh, been going on for, for a while, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So they've got uh, five quarter mile classes. they got stick shift, street eliminator, bracket class, factory street, true street. They've got eighth mile class, which is outlaw, which is, you know, run what you run there. It's a $100 entry. And then you pay for your tech card and entry at each track. So I thought that was kind of kind of cool. And there's a lot of different ways that we can cut up these drag and drive events. And uh, this is one of them. And then moving on to the next event that's up is King of the Open Road. We were going to have Jared on tonight. Don't think he's going to be able to make it simply because if you don't know, he is in the car business. And scheduling guys in the car business is kind of tough. What I may do is hit him up next week and try and record a segment earlier that we can replay during the show. This is the first time they're moving to Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, September 22nd through 24th. Again, same weekend as one guy's garage, the same weekend that drag week ends. 
So we're going to have a good time there. So it should be a lot of racing across the country. Uh, it's going to be pretty wild. So he's not going to be on tonight. This is the first time that they've actually done three days of track use, which is kind of cool. So Friday, they're going to do tech registration and cruise to 200 mile route. What's what's really cool about King of the Open is you get this token, right? You get this like metal token at the halfway point route stop, and that halfway point route stop is going to be tombs, the town of Tombstone, which is kind of cool. You know, made famous in the uh, the western movie, and then you will be picking that up at the Four Deuces Saloon, which I think is. Uh, where those guys got into the first bit of trouble in the movie. So it'll be kind of cool. 200-mile drive through the backcountry of Arizona. At one point, he said you're going to be a mile and a half from Mexico. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be a big trip. And 200 miles is about all I would want in the in the afternoon or in the yeah in the day any more than that it becomes monotonous so it's kind of exciting one thing that's different about king of the open road is just the sheer volume of race cars and racers that they draw so they have the racing and then they also have a car show and then they have 15 different classes including index racing 90 to 14 motorcycle junior street so you have a lot of folks that sign up as an adult and then their child also races in junior street class they have a heavyweight class which i think is really cool four thousand plus pounds and a high roller class which is seventy five thousand dollar msrp and up so kind of cool there you end up with a lot of high-end cars that we don't typically get in the dragon drive scene so that'll be kind of cool to see all those out there um the stuff that comes out for King of the Open Road is always a great, it, I mean, it's a car show in itself. And then so obviously with having a car show, you'll pick up another, you know, 50 or 100 or 200 cars there. So you can be looking at three or 400 cars cruising on Friday and then hanging out in the pits on uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday morning starts with a roll race. So they'll be doing that all Saturday morning. Then Saturday afternoon, you're going to be qualifying for Sunday morning uh, or for Sunday eliminations. So get ready for that. There's, I'm telling you, there's some real racing that goes on there. And that's where this is a little different than what some of the other Dragon Drives are is because they do the drive and then race. So we don't keep these, uh, we don't keep tabs on these ETs from the racers because you didn't, uh, in our format, we follow events that are race, drive, race. To uh, to keep up with all that. So, anyways, that's event update, y'all. I'm telling you that, that I wanted to go a little bit deeper tonight because I knew we would have to take a little bit more time. But uh, they do have uh, King of the Open Open Road does have a hard tire class too, which is really cool. They um, I love hard tire racing, two twenty and above tire treadwear rating. So on that was kind of cool. Well, uh, you know, one thing we got to do, we got to thank our sponsors for uh, for coming on board and helping us with this. So let's play this Molly Motorsports ad. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of DragonDrive.com. Molly's Power Pack Piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillio raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit MollyMotorsports.com for the most recent line of products.
and Eric Grillo raced at Rocky Mountain Race Week in his stick shift Nova as well, 2023. Um, you know, we, we run a Drag and Drive Addiction Facebook group as well. And there's been some posts on that the last couple of days that I thought I would bring up. Uh, the first one is Matt Lang's post from, I think, yesterday. He made a post asking, he said, uh, what, is, uh, what would you include in your Drag and Drive 101 summary? post and there were some great answers but here are my favorites so matt lang obviously kicked off the thing with parking lot beers which we talked about earlier you got to do some of those um greg wagzilla said gas station sushi which then went on a a a few people had comments and replies to that saying you know i don't want to lose a bunch of weight on a drag and drive event from uh, being in the bathroom a whole lot from eating gas station sushi so you know take a chance i think is what he was saying and then Kenneth Grant, this is a great idea, cooking food on your headers. Um, and I actually may try this on Drag Week. I may throw some stuff under the hood of the car and see what we can uh, what we can make up, maybe some hot dogs or something like that. Joe Ernst coming in here with the right kind of uh, advice, you know, drink 10 bottles of water every day. That's one of the biggest things that hurts people later in the week is they're dehydrated and they are malnourished with uh, calories. So anytime you can eat or drink water, do it or Gatorade or whatever. So, you know, beef jerky, all the kind of snacks you got to have, you have to have snacks and and food. Uh, David Williams had a great one. He said sleeping in or in the shadow of your car. I like that. That was a, that was a good one. Because he's done that quite a bit. And then Jan Haas says roadside fuel stops with buddies. Those are the best, man. Those uh, impromptu, running out of gas. Red Hat Scotty knows all about that. Um, running out of gas and four or five people pull over while you're while you're throwing one more jug of fuel in your car. And then Scott Garut says a never quit attitude. Y'all, I'm telling you, that is what sets this style of racing apart from every everything else that I've ever been a part of. It's just the never quit. You know, guys, rebuilding engines, putting transmissions in, changing entire rear axles to uh, to be out there. And Jesse Harris, I made a post about him destroying that nine-inch rear axle. He said he ended up having somebody that had one. He purchased it from him and ended up finishing the event. He couldn't make passes at the next day's track, but he ended up uh, still finishing. So that's always a huge plus. And then Luke McNeil says trailer burnouts. And we know... We know why we love all that. Trailer burnouts and parking lot beers are the best kind of, that's the best way to meet new friends. And then John O'Brien, John O'Brien says, leave your aggression and attitude at home. Have fun and don't be scared to ask the veterans questions. That is the truth. One thing that I will say is drag and drive allows you the opportunity to be surrounded by people that are, exactly like you are they are car guys and girls that are also traveling your part of the country a nomadic group of people that are uh, out here to do this and and enjoy it have fun so and then another post on there eric set up a poll in the dragon drive addiction facebook group asking for everyone's state right well almost 500 people replied which is a lot 10 percent of those are from illinois dude like how does that even make sense all, all my people from Illinois were represented. I mean, is it is it like that because you made the post? You know, like why why did it only? I mean, ten percent of them, so over fifty or almost fifty votes were uh, 
were Illinois uh, citizens, Illinoisans, Illinites. What are you guys? (laughs) I I don't know, but uh, that's pretty awesome with that many people. I know there's a, I know there's a lot of people in the group. We have like 12,000 people. So um, almost 13, almost 13. Are we that close? Yeah. It's like 12, 850. So, so 500 is only a small portion of those, but to have 10% of that be from Illinois is pretty awesome. Yep. So if you haven't voted yet, jump over there and vote, you know, rep your state for sure. And then some of the updates that you guys will have seen the last few days on YouTube um, is I'm going ham with Hot Rod Track Week videos. So I went through, obviously, I talked to a lot of racers that week. So now that I have all of the videos named and sorted, uh, it's very easy for me to go back through and throw some videos together. So I'm grabbing a few of those uh, from Hot Rod Drag Week 2022 and posting those out. My plan is to just post as many of those as I can until I'm out of what I would consider cool videos. And, you know, Hot Rod Drag Week's in 32 days. So uh, who knows how many we can get there. So we we did cross 100 or 1.7 million video views on the channel the other day, which I thought was pretty cool. Yep. And then yeah. we're, 200, we're 228 subscribers away from 4,000 subs. But having... That many subs in the short amount of time that we've done this is uh, is pretty awesome, and we can't I mean, we can't do it without you guys. Can't do it. Can't say thank you enough for everyone that has watched and made a comment and hit the like button and shared and all that kind of stuff. It's been uh, it's been pretty amazing. There's still people trickling in. I just seen. Uh, I think it's Ken Hall and his uh, square body pickup just pulled in. Nice, nice. So even though awesome. even though we're we're eight forty here, there's still people rolling in. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, a couple news items. The Dragon Drive News, we're not going to do a show this Saturday simply because we'll both be at events. Um, Saturday morning will be the fire up of uh, the rest of my day from there. And then obviously the last day for you guys as well at Nostalgia Night. So that's kind of exciting. In drag racing news, I know we don't do a lot of that coverage, but Flying H Drag Strip in Odessa. Missouri, which is just outside of Kansas City, has begun to lay down asphalt. So they've got the asphalt going down, and you guys know they're, I think this is like a thousand foot and further down the track uh, to get that done. And then Devin Vanderhoof, y'all, this dude has, has is always pushing the envelope on Dragon Drive. I'm glad we have him now in this mix because he's going ham, right? So I talked, I texted him a little bit ago after I saw this post, uh, he, he's the first drag and drive racer. I think that I, that I know of to install these air jacks. So this is pretty crazy. It's CO2 driven air jacks for your car. I mean, think of like F1 cars used to do this, all this kind of stuff, but this right here is pretty good idea because you could, you could eliminate a jack in the car. And you could eliminate the work to make the jack go up and down. And you can eliminate towing the um, uh, whatever. What's the other system called? Um, 
that is the like uh, you put them under the car projects. Uh, you can load oh, yeah. and lug in the projects around with this. And he said it seems to add about that. He said the jacks themselves are about 20 pounds. So you would have the line and then you would have, you know, however you run your CO2. He runs it off of a 10 pound bottle in the back. So, I mean, add 30 pounds, 35 pounds to the car by adding these projects. And you see the red there on the bottom. That's actually like a, you know, a slide in. Uh, make sure it doesn't release any kind of pressure or anything like that. Just like, you know, it's kind of like a, uh, a jack stand. So that's pretty cool. He has a new video out explaining that on his channel, HCR Innovations um, over there. So definitely jump over and check that out. This is the kind of stuff that I love because I think this is how we can keep pushing the envelope on the drag and drive cars. You know, we, we have always been kind of a grassroots group of people. A uh, group of racers and these kind of things, you know, the air jack system, things like that will always kind of help everybody move up. It provides us with more, I don't know, more coverage out there in the world, because as somebody pulls up on this from a outside magazine or a drag race magazine and they see a car doing this with a trailer hooked up on the back, they're going to go crazy. So big ups to him on that. And uh, him and I were texting. He's going to come on. Either next week or the week after, can't remember which one, uh, which what we set up there, but uh, or if we even got it all set up. So I'll message him after this and get get all that lined out, and uh, and we'll go from there. That's awesome. That's actually really cool. I've I've never seen a street car have that. Like you said, that's yeah. typically F one type car. So uh, yeah, and man. to only add thirty five pounds really isn't that bad at all. Yeah. And I, I like it in the simple fact, again, going back to what Devin talks about all the time, automation. How do you automate as much stuff as possible? You know, with, with the air jacks, you can pull up, unhook the trailer, jack the car up, boom, you're ready to put your tires on. I mean, just, it's that little bit of stuff because, you know, like, what's a what's a jack weigh? 30 pounds, probably, that you're going to lug yeah. in and out. So now you've got to lug it out, jack it up, change it. Move around to the other side, jack it up, do, 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 all this. I mean, like, how can you eliminate that? And you can do that with one button. Now, I'm sure that system is expensive and a lot more money than a pair of jack stands and a jack. But uh, I, I think with a level of racer we're going to see over the next three to five years, that kind of stuff is going to become normal. Well, that's exciting. Well, I'm, I'm ready to see some of the content that we both put out this weekend. I'm really ready to see, obviously, our race car friends in the Drag and Drive community that are going to be at Nostalgia Nights. So what, uh, what what's your goal for Drag and Drive addiction content to put out this week? How, how, many, how many videos do you think you can put out? I mean, I'm going to take a ton of shorts because, you know, that's what I like to do. So, so you got to drop your shorts. I will be dropping my shorts all weekend. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take lots of shorts. Um, we'll have some pictures for Dragon Drive Addiction, but a majority of the pictures will be on Nostalgia Nights, but we'll share nice. those into our group anyway. Yep. So yep. everybody will get to see those. Um, hanging out at the route stops, I want to see some trailer burnouts. Um, there's actually these two stops I'm interested in, so I'm excited to not just go there to get content, but actually look around and see yeah. what they've got going on. I think they're both really cool route stops, so that should yeah. be fun. And then just just hanging out. Like um, I know Jeremy Howell is going to be here with his his Mustang, yeah. so I'm excited to see that. Um, yeah, uh, and Jeremy Ortiz is 240. Yeah. I want to check that out. So 
there's going to be a lot of cool cars to look at. So there'll be tons of YouTube shorts. Um, yep. I'll probably try to get some vertical videos so we can do some stuff with that. But I think nice. primarily it's going to be shorts and pictures. Yeah. And then uh, I think I saw Jared where he's going to be there. Uh, in the yep. he just he just finished Midwest Drags, so right in behind that into this one, so that'll be cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of Dragon Drive veterans that are coming, but then a lot of those names I had not seen, I had not recognized before. So that'll be kind of cool too to see all the new folks and and you meet them and and definitely get some names and cars going together. I don't know if I remember people's names, but I remember what they drive. Yeah, we'll get all that, especially when I'm posting videos. So if there's any like crazy you know 850 passes or anything like that we'll make sure that we get uh the name of the driver and the year make and model of the vehicle too yeah so let's put an over under on what you think takes the overall in this now remember it's an eighth mile event so what's the over under uh on what you think will win the this entire event oh man you really put me on the spot on that one didn't you yeah um you think we're gonna see a four I mean, they're prepping the track right now, and it's it's a Wednesday night. So if that yeah. if they prep this track, I mean, what's what's Jeremy's uh, Fox body running like? That's that's a pretty he's, quick car. He's probably he's probably been you know upper fours for sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I would I would think sixties or seventies, something like that in that car. Because I mean, it's it's seven O's capable. So surely. Right. That car run that or better. So it'd be pretty awesome to see that. And uh, that's a stick shift Coyote, or it's not a Coyote car. It's a uh, stick shift um, GT350. Yeah, I don't know what the what the platform is for that, but it's a flat yeah. plane. That car is awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, and then there's some other fast cars there too, but I, I cannot remember them off the top of my head. But man, hey, listen, just like I said about Drag Week, it's not all about the fast guys. That's what everybody you know, talks about a bunch because that's always somebody, you know, wow, that's awesome. But uh, I'm telling you, everybody getting out and, and doing these things is why Dragon Drive is the best. Because you can take, I mean, the guys that race the fastest cars race right next to a guy that may race the slowest car. Right. Yeah. And what's so, really cool about this event is, is they're doing the pre-party. There's a car show at each track. Um, I don't know if the swap meet got fully set up, but there was supposed to be a swap meet and a dragon drive. So like, there's yeah. a lot going on at each track and it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, imagine if you break something and there's a swap meet in the parking lot, you can just go buy a part yeah. right out of the parking lot. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Well, cool. Well, dude, I appreciate it, man. Let's uh, let's go ahead and end the show here and let everybody get to enjoying it. If anybody is in the St. Louis area or in the Muncie or Bunker Hill, Indiana area, make sure you come by the tracks. See us. Say hi. Uh, you know, get, let's let's take a selfie. Let's put that out. Let's have some fun. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you next Wednesday, dude. I guess that's the the next time we'll be on. Uh, we are going to have a guest on next week, whether I got to wrangle my brother up here or not. And, uh, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to do it up. Yes, sir. I got to see y'all. See ya.